Welcome back everyone to the Lawcast. I am Chris D. Santana and this is Melanie Thorley. We are both solicitors here at MJT Law and uh, we're here again and back by popular demand is Chris's Triple C's which I have uh, called Chris's Crazy Commission Cases. I like it. This week we have, uh, it's the matter of Logsdon and Surfside Bus Lines Proprietary Limited. Okay. So to start with as you can imagine with their name, they run a transport company. Yep. They are where are they? They're in Gold Coast? Uh, Victoria. Victoria, oh, okay, so no, we're, we're in Queensland, everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they are, uh, you know, bus service, yep. and the employee is a bus driver. Right. She has been there for quite some time. Okay. And she's dismissed principally for two particular incidents. Mm -hmm. The first is she misses the stop of a uh, of a child okay so that's a big deal mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know here in Australia this happened probably about 17 18 years mm. ago now where a child was missed at a stop who was waiting 14 year old 30 year old mm. kid um, and he was then kidnapped mm. and presumed dead right we haven't actually ever found the body oh, actually, they, have sure. they, have, they have prosecuted it's prosecuted murder. somebody who um who has now been you know convicted yeah, of his yeah. murder but yes so so ever since then there was a no child get, gets left behind policy yes, yes okay now uh they haven't really delved too much into it as to why they missed it there yeah. doesn't seem to be any fault on the bus driver okay However, she then decides to use her smartwatch to contact the mother of the child. This must be a very, I mean, this must be quite a... Uh, small community? Quite a small community. That hey, talking. little Johnny's out at the bus yeah, stop. I didn't pick him up. He missed his bus or whatever. Come pick him up. So Smartphone she, on her watch? Yeah, so she's speaking to it like you're in Spy Kids. While she's driving? While she's okay, driving. Okay, I see what's happening here. Um, now, when it comes to that, it should be noted that uh, they did have a, a policy around that. <laughs> Apart from it being against the law. <laughs> well, in this, it was determined that is, in the state for which she is in, it is not illegal. Oh my goodness. And there was some chat around whether they should be applying the rules or laws of, of other states as a almost a ben benchmark. Yeah, as okay, to whether okay. this was acceptable doesn't, or not. Doesn't meet the pub test though, as you well, would say. I, I actually disagree. I think it does. Uh, and certainly the commission agreed to me because firstly their policy said that uh, they are not to use any Bluetooth devices. Okay. Um, so nothing sort of over your ear kind of chatty, chatty way. No Bluetooth device. I mean, as well as mobile phones. Yeah. Okay. Not to be eating while driving. You know, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of, but when specifically for this, this was all it had Bluetooth and, uh, they have also said that she was ought to have picked up her two-way radio that's there, you know, the oh, yes, yes. and rung it into Central, who would then yeah. contact her. Bear that The yeah. second, in, second incident happens afterwards. Right. Not on the same day. Being the second incident after all. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you'll really like this one. So a passenger comes on board. Now, this was during... Uh, where we had mask mandates. Right. Okay, yes. Including, of course, on public transport. And the bus driver themselves. And the bus driver. Okay. So they had a 
policy that said that they are not to escalate matters with uh, a passenger who is or isn't wearing their mask properly. Yeah. Okay. Now, there was a direction which was given via email to all the bus drivers saying you are not there to enforce the mask mandate. Look. Let it happen basically. Look, that kind of makes sense because otherwise you're going to be in conflict with at least half your passengers half the day. Yep. So they basically had a policy that said, you know, don't, don't. Don't engage. Don't engage. A passenger comes up. They are wearing their mask on their chin. Oh, okay. They are a, well, they at least claim to be a law student. <laughs> they are a law student. The bus driver asks them to put their mask on. They then refuse. Of course. And a massive scene happens. And the quote that they've pulled out here, and I will be swearing online, oh, uh, online but it it's is, all good. Uh, fuck off Karen is what was said. To, this is the bus driver. Fuck off Karen to the bus driver or yep, fuck off to, Karen to the, to the passenger? Uh, passenger to... Passenger to the bus driver. They obviously knows each other. Yeah. And, uh, but then on particular eyes, they start, she then gets verbally abused by the, the passenger such. They then stop the bus at the next stop. The police are called. No. The... Uh, the remaining passengers are all told to get off the bus. Um, after a while, uh, the police attended and the passenger caught the next bus. Uh, and they were not arrested. So, hmm. what do you think about the two of them? About those two incidents? Before I get into what the commissioner thought about all of this. Oh, look, the child left behind is a bit dodge. Using your mobile phone, and using your phone is a bit dodge. I don't like um, any of that. I'm just going to pop that. Take that. Probably just highlighted the fact to everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't like any of that. I don't like... I don't like the engagement because it's willful. So you know, disobedience to a director from your employer, which is probably very sensible, to be fair. I get it, you know, masks are designed to protect the other person, not the person wearing it. We all know that. We mm. know the, the, the psychology behind it. Um, oh, I don't like any of it. She was fired. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, if you think about the first incident... I would have fired her. First incident, um, she... The commissioner made... You're out there. <laughs> the commissioner really was critical on the policy itself. Okay. And one of the things they said was, for the, in order to fire someone on a policy, it needs to be concise. Mm -hmm. It needs to be clear exactly what is and what isn't allowed. Right. And their policy didn't do so. And... For rightfully or wrongfully, uh, the policy was actually fairly common. Um, mm. It's one that you would see quite a lot uh, for employers when it comes to this sort of thing. Come and on. I mean, if you if you have to put everything in there, wouldn't it be like 50 pages long? Well, they, they certainly thought so. Um, that just saying Bluetooth device is not enough. Um. Um, especially considering... It wasn't caught by... Oh. There was a catch-all saying you're not to do anything illegal. Well, isn't, isn't the 
phone connected to your watch actually via Bluetooth? I mean, how does it connect? Because it doesn't have its own chip in there, mm. does it? But they draw the fact that although it might have been a Bluetooth device, the fact that the list just says a Bluetooth device doesn't confine it to enough confined it enough in order to determine which Bluetooth devices. I mean, are we talking about uh, connecting? I mean, I know this is in a bus, so there's not going to connect their phone to the to the radio to the radio, it. but that would be also doing the same. Oh, right, not so, so it, not not enough. So mm -hmm. it needs to be more descriptive, like Bluetooth device for use as a communications tool things like that anything that sort of thing it, it just said not to use bluetooth devices Aye. they doubled down they well they they put an alternate the, the uh, commission which said even if it even if it was a breach of the policy mm -hmm. they certainly didn't see it as one that which would have justified dismissal on the fact that if she had have picked up the two-way radio, which, which is what they said she ought to, ought to have done. The commissioner was satisfied that that would have in fact actually taken more time, her eyes off the road for longer, and still involves her grabbing something and wow. talking. I just, I'm sorry, I just can't agree with any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Go on. Because either two-way radios are acceptable or they're not. You can't just go, oh, yeah. well, they're the same as using a mobile phone. Therefore, mobile phone should be fine. It, but it does raise that question, though, doesn't but it? I don't, I don't think it needs to. That's the problem. Mm. We all know that there are a lot of companies out there who communicate with their drivers by two-way radio, and mm. that's been happening since before <laughs> mobile phones existed. Yeah. And we've always been okay with that. And, yes, it's a nuance. Everyone can see it. It's like, I don't know, was it? there was a heat wave here a couple of years ago and some chap on his way home on a Christmas Eve drive down through one of those motorways that gets completely... He, oh. he was drinking a bottle of water and the police picked him up for not taking due care and assistance on the road. Mm. And he was like, dude, I was drinking water. And they said, well... That's not what we're getting you for. We're getting you for not, mm. you know, and that sort the of, catch you know, this kind of common sense point of view. The fact is, if if we if we nuance and say your mobile phone can only be used for making phone calls, it's not as simple as picking something up, pressing a button, and then directly talking. Mm. You have to dial the number. It's not about text messaging. If your mobile phone could be used as a CB radio, that could be a different nuance. Mm. But that's not what we're talking about here. Well, I mean, that's big the question why uh, two-way radios are actually allowed. They're allowed because one has to communicate at some I point. So. I mean, the police use them. Yeah, I, I, what I'm saying is I, it begs the question why uh, we have a certain level of risk appetite well, we, yeah, it's not, we, to, say, we, it's not we, to say that we're, we're happy for people to be not distracted whatsoever no because people are allowed to eat people are allowed to drink people are allowed to talk to a passenger you're actually allowed to have your pet mm. on the seat yeah. next to you you can't have it on your lap while you're driving that's mm. apparently unlawful um but you know uh, i don't like it mm. i think no. i don't like it but the commission agreed with karen mm. so uh they also, you, this is a very kind of funny kind of statement as well, that one of the other things they're talking about that it might have been not justifiable for a, break, uh, for a termination was 
that this was a breach that, that does not justify the issue of a final warning, which then led to a termination. The applicant was providing a service to a worried mother, <laughs> not having a bet on the last race at Doombin or talking to a friend. Oh my God. So they are drawing on the fact that the employee was trying to so it's okay right if you're calling up somebody who doesn't realize their kid is in danger right the second. But doesn't this come to the fact that sometimes common sense does prevail that you have a situation where an employee is in, she either breaches the, although she doesn't need to breach, she could have the radio. What I'm saying is we've got, you've right. got the, child, the child there, they're in danger, at least in some respects, and you, you know, took steps. And although the steps might have led to a breach, the... And on a different day, if she didn't know the mum and didn't have a direct phone number, she would have picked up the radio. So what the hell's going on here? Well, Look, I, I think it's willful. Um, I do. I think it's willful. So why not seek? Okay, maybe termination if she's been there for a kajillion mm. years uh, would have been too harsh. But when's enough enough? When do you terminate? When mm. the next incident happens? Mm. What if she punches someone next time? There seems to be an escalation. I just, I don't know. At what point do we say this is not okay behaviour? Well, I totally would have fired her. I don't know. I take a different view on that. Hey, hey. But go on. Next incident. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. This one is the one that seemed to really. So there were inflame. three incidents. Ah, uh, sorry. The, the second incident. The second incident this is being what the commissioner thought about it. Right. Okay. Being and being the argument about the face mask. Yes, and they were fired for refusing a lawful and reasonable direction. Yeah. Um, well, direction being ignoring it. Not. Uh, they've called it enforcing the uh, the mandate. Okay. And again, the commissioner wasn't particularly happy with that as a reason for termination. Wow. Um, but I actually quite. I quite like what they've said here yeah, because yeah. Uh, this was not one where she actually enforced the mandate. She didn't say to the, the passenger, you can't come on the bus. She didn't say, I'm going to stop the bus. She only really did it when the, the particular chap uh, started abusing her, which is a completely different thing. But how did the abuse happen though? The abuse happened when she said, can put you put your mask, mask on? on? But she didn't say, you're not allowed in the bus if you don't put your mask on. Very different. I think a very different. Maybe. Okay, so she's asked the person to put their mask on. They have a overreaction to it, like like we've been seeing in mm. fact. Yeah, those, I mean the... those who are not compliant with the COVID rules tend to overreact when someone's mentioning it to them. Mm. Uh, and, the, and therefore, the reason why the policy is in place, mm. because of this apparent overreaction from the perpetrator of the thing mm. and, uh, and then it goes off the kazam she gets abused she decides she's going to call the police now once she gets abused as long as she's not escalating it i can understand why she might want to call the police and get this nut of butter off her bus mm. but i'm not sure she her motivations for pushing the nut of butter off the bus and calling the police was because of the abuse but because she was probably so angry they didn't put their mask on and thought well, they could do that they, they don't play into the, no, the I bet mindset they don't. but it's an interesting yeah point i just wonder about really why what was, was happening there um but the commission was very critical of the employer's lack of 
protection of their own employees. Um, because what they've said here is the abuse is clearly a breach of the passenger's responsibility to act in accordance with the passenger's code of conduct, which apparently one exists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. The respondent has simply condoned the actions of the passenger in breach of their TransLink policy, and the passenger claimed to be a law student. The, res the respondent should have sent the appropriate section of the video of the incident to the Dean of Law for the local oh university so that it could be identified and appropriate action taken against him rather than dismissing the applicant. So do that instead. Rather. Have the law student what? Have a have a um, have a fit and proper test issue. Well to be fair what they did was actually disgusting. I'm not saying it was right, but that kids Well, I mean there are law students so there are they're at least in uh, yeah, okay, the adult case. age. Yes, that's fair enough. And um, uh, frankly, to get into an incident where you are abusing a bus driver well, such that they call the police yeah, look, is matters which I I'm think. certainly not absolving the law student on this point. The law student was literally breaking the law in Victoria at that time. Yes. And yes. Uh, and why the police gave a warning to let her get onto another bus is, is, is a matter for the police. But... Going back to the original issue, Karen is exasperating all these issues because we're not, um, I assume we're not talking about at the beginning of the COVID situation, we're talking about sort of at the end after Victoria got out of the lockdowns, that sort of thing, because Victoria only got out mm. of the lockdowns in say October, November-ish last year. 16th of September. Yeah, so they, they, were, they were kind last of year. in and out of those lockdowns. Mm. Um, emotions were high. Karen could have exercised better judgment and what I like to call the should we test. Should she have had any issues? Should she, should she really have started this thing? And she had full knowledge that if she did, she was doing something wrong against the employer. Okay, so the question is whether she should have been terminated or sanctioned, mm. right? Well, for a start, we don't know what else is going on there. We don't have mm. all the information. The commissioner seems to be going on a bit of a tangent, in my view. Yeah. Taking, yeah. taking a broader approach to what should have been done. There is no responsibility of the bus company to be sending no, no. things off to the law, you know, no. to the dean of the law. No, that would have school. probably been a, a step too far. I, but if you take their flavour from it being... Just a bit... Who's, who's, in this incident, you have a bus driver who they've noted the fact that she didn't enforce the, the mandate. Really, all she did was tell him to put a mask on and then continued to drive. Um, in situations like this, who really is the one who's, who's acting inappropriately? Yeah, but we don't actually know what happened. I think you and I are going to mm. fundamentally disagree about this generally. But we just, we actually don't know what happened. We don't know, she hopped on the bus, or is it a he? He, he hops on the bus, Karen says, pop your mask on. What does he go, fuck off Karen, and sits down? No, no. I mean, what are we talking they, about here? He then continued to vote. He just went nuts at her. I, I disagree, we know that from our own experiences mm. with people here in Queensland not following the COVID rules, that they, they have this massive overreaction massive mm. overreaction to being caught out as such any sensible adult especially one who's in a service industry will know that mm. 
I think she's asking for trouble, even by putting mm. it putting it out there. And if she's a sensible human being, she would have known that it was going to cause problems. Mm. Because at any given day with any given person, it probably would have. This is not this is not a oh one in ten people. It's a kind of mm. a, a mystery on how it's going to pan out here. People who were not following the rules on this point always overreacted. Very few of them went, oh, I'll just pop my mask on there. No, they, they all mm. went nuts about it. Mm. I have a right not to wear a mask. We've yeah. heard it all, right? And, and we as employment lawyers hear it too. So I think she should, I think she should have known better whether she should have been terminated. And I'm mm. not absolving the, the stuff that happened afterwards. I'm talking about the, the the step that she took yeah at that then they did the same the, and this kind of the point at which she said put a mask on is fundamentally the point at which she, she apparently refused a lawful and reasonable direction so everything thereafter is so are we saying it is okay to refuse a lawful and reasonable direction and continue having your job even though we know a refusal to comply with a lawful and reasonable direction is a serious misconduct breach well uh, i suppose in the answer is really in the question more than anything is she certainly the commission was, was satisfied that she didn't refuse a lawful and reasonable direction because the direction itself was unreasonable because it leads to a situation where uh employees essentially put our workplace health and safety risks well i just wonder though if we ex if we had explored the let's say we don't put a policy in place mm -hmm. um, and essentially up to each bus driver to do, their own thing. do whatever they think is right mm -hmm. in these situations there are a lot of individuals out there who mm -hmm. are also bus drivers who would be quite happy to escalate that and without a lawful and reasonable direction on how to interact to govern it, to govern mm -hmm. it um, there would be an awful lot of escalations there so if we say you must, you can't let somebody mm. on, I mean, we know what happened. We know what happened here. The first day we had the um, you can't come in unless you're vaccinated rule, people were getting so abused. Mm. These poor 15 year olds who were working in cafes mm. were getting so abused. The owners had to shut their shops. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, but they couldn't have stuff, they just couldn't have their staff being berated like that. Yeah, it was just an incredibly poisonous experience. And mm. then you've got all the people on the bus who are also experiencing that. Surely the better way to go is to ha be passively, you mm. know, um, interacting with us, have your signs up. Yes, there might be people on the bus who's asking this person to put their mask on. There might be a bit of a kerfuffle in that way, but you're not instigating and creating a bigger problem here. Because mm. some people will not just react by going, fuck off Karen, but actually be physical about yep. the whole thing. So from a work health and safety perspective, is it, is what they were asking, yeah. yeah, what they were asking sounds like a sensible mm. way to deal with a, with a very heated emotional situation. Mm. Would your view on change given one of the, interesting things about it was there was no signage which the commissioner noted to be very odd because yeah. they actually drew the fact that there were signs on pubs uh pubs cafes workplaces 7-elevens yeah everywhere, everywhere. i do and it was I do. a bit strange there was no yeah and, and perhaps they could have taken a step and revite and have the right to refuse entry onto the bus which is going to be difficult when, when you hop on a bus from the back for instance because i know here in queensland you do yeah. 
Uh, yeah, look, I think the signage thing's a problem, obviously, because the, the company wants you to do nothing, but they also don't want to govern the rules either, you know. Mm -hmm. And look, just as something that happened to me, I was on public transport and the bus driver wasn't wearing his mask properly. Mm -hmm. I actually called the um, Brisbane City Council and asked them about it and they mm. said, not my problem. Not my problem that my worker isn't following the rules in that way. And that's to protect mm. me as mm. the passenger, that, that person wearing a face mask. So I took exception to the fact that these workers weren't wearing them properly, not protecting me when they they come in contact with far more people in a day mm. than I would ever come in contact with as mm. a solicitor. So there's, there's, some, there's some interesting kind of well, absolve, you know, just stepping away from the rules, mm. going, it's not my problem, I'm not going to deal with it. But on the flip side, if there was a rule to let them do what they wanted, that would have escalated things way worse. Mm. And if there was a rule to kick them off the bus, that could have also created an escalation. Yeah, well, almost so certainly. from a work health and safety point of view, what? You damn, know, to the you, damn to you, damn That's right. Well, yeah, you just have to have a commissioner who disagrees. I think one of the pr problems they had in the end uh, was one that really came out in, in Cross, which was, and if I, and if I reiterate, the attitude of the respondent in not worrying of whether the passengers comply with the government mandate during a public health emergency is concerning. It would appear that the primary concern of the respondent was not the safety of its passengers <laughs> or its employees or the public generally, but rather being on time. <laughs> And assuming that that it's a played, very odd story. Assuming that that played out in in the in the witness box, you can see why that would piss a commissioner off. Being actually, you you didn't care about your employees. You didn't care about the passengers. You didn't care about any of that. You actually just didn't. This want is the old truckie role. You know, mm. truckies have to speed. Truckies have to take drives. Truckies have to do this because they have to get the stuff on time. Mm. Um, you know, setting aside all the issues. Oh look! At the end of the day. Bring on driverless buses. Yes, yes, trams, yeah. driverless buses, all that. All sort of that stuff. stuff. Bring on, bring on people mm. driving away. Let's let's get more yes. of let's get more of people out mm. there, not in the cars. I would love it if I got a car oh, well. and it drove for me. I just it'd be like, Doo -doo -doo. life is brilliant. On the final note on that case, <laughs> just circling back. Uh, we all often talk about that you need to judge the public policy when, whenever you're giving legal advice. And that is kind of flavour you get from the government. What's happening? Coming down. Because yeah, the judiciary... Because that's where it's based. That's will, right. Will, you know, take their lead that, a little that's bit. That's right. Somehow the judiciary have to interpret public policy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And interestingly, this commission actually specifically noted it, saying, uh, I'm adopting the obiter from the Prime Minister... Every premier and chief chief health officer in every state were advising at the time for Australians to stay home and quote, if you must go out, wear your mask. Oh, so he's also advocating mask wearing. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I like the way but it, it's kind of it's a really it's a public into, statement. It's more an than insight else. into <laughs> what it means to be the advice that we give. Which is you have to judge because well, the commissioners will do the same. Our our job is to is to interpret the law, and the law is interpreted through public policy as well. And we need to keep that in mind.
Well, I'm sure everybody who has been listening and watching today has their own opinion. You and yes. I have obviously disagreed. We have a differing opinion, but uh, like. you, you're happy for the person to keep their job, whereas I would have probably fired them. I don't know, I wasn't there, but you know. Um, hopefully somebody out there has learned a little bit from this. Yes, it, if nothing else, that law can be very complicated. Law is very complicated, and, and even uh, people in the same office can't agree sometimes. Yes, and that is what litigation risk is. <laughs> we often talk about to clients, uh, you never know what... Uh, litigation is risky. You never know who's going to win, because if we were both judges on this uh, panel, there'd be two different opinions. There'd be two different decisions. Different decisions. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching the Lawcast today, and we'll see you guys in two weeks' time. See ya. See you later.